Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account and drunk account and drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello. Hello. Um here we are again. Still sick. Still sick. You just can't shake it, Dan. Still sick. It's been three weeks now. It's been three weeks. Uh, can't. I just can't seem to. Can't seem to kick it. Can't seem to kick it. Yeah, I've been waiting for you to kick the bucket for a long time now. <laughs> so last week you heard me sipping on some lovely green tea. Uh, this week, really not enjoying that sound. You're listening no. to me <laughs> That's sucking horrible. on a good old. Uh, um, anti Oh, you, you want to end, end that sentence very so, quickly. You don't <laughs> want to leave that hanging like that. Uh, uh, what is that? Some like rip-off brand of... No, that's like the main brand. Oh. I'll show you. You've seen these. Ah, anti coal. You've seen them. I'm more of a like a... What's the other brand? You're more like a Strepsil man. Strepsil. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, I hope I don't have to use those ever again in my life, but... If I ever do get quite sick, I use Strepsil. Strepsils are good because they've 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 got the um, they're antibacterial and they've got anaesthetic in them, so they numb mm, your throat a bit. True. The anticols are really good at clearing sinuses. Wow. So if you ever got a blocked nose, eat one of these bad boys. I tell you what, it's it's almost as if these people should sponsor you, Dan. Personally, sponsor you. Seriously, like a a jersey sponsor. <laughs> right now, get them on. If if um if they were to just say. I don't know. Send you a pack of anti-coal every week. Would you give them a shout out? Absolutely. Is I that would. all it would take? Absolutely, Tim. Uh, Less than that. I guess that. <laughs> so, uh, so, so here we are. Another another quick episode for you today. Yeah, today's episode is probably going to be even quicker um, to see how we go. We always say that, but we end up talking way too long. Yeah, we um, blow hard. We do blow hard. Uh, Tim, what is the, the Tim and... Hello. With this cold, I can really hit the deep notes. Yeah, it's nice. Very raspy. Yeah, I can get real... I'm like Barry White. <laughs> so, you're a baby. <laughs> mm, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Tim, uh, how was your week this week? Pretty good. Just... Uh, oh, well, I'm, I'm actually um, still in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, we're recording this from different countries Yeah. right now. So, and you, you're holding down the fort back at work. You've gone in... You've gone for two weeks. That's correct. Yes. Right in the middle of tax time. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It's funny. Interesting. Um, my holidays do end up being in July or mm. June quite regularly. And people are like, oh, tax time. <laughs> How can you get away then? Isn't that your busiest time? And um, if you're an accountant listening, you know, like maybe you get a few more inquiries Mm -hmm. during that time, especially for personal tax returns. But other than that, it's particularly busy kind of August onwards. Yeah, I would say, yeah, exactly right. It takes people a little while to get their stuff together and Mm -hmm. information compiled. Yeah, the first few weeks of June are steady, but they're not. Yeah. Overwhelming. You mean July? July is what I meant. Yeah. What did I say? June. June as well. See, that's the thing. When it's always busy, it never gets quiet. Maybe yeah. January is a bit quiet. It did feel like this year um, we haven't quietened down. Yeah. We were steadily busy. 
So you just got to look out for that burnout, man. Mm, burnout. It's going to get you. It will get you. Uh, uh, one, one, one Tim, Tim and Dan Lowe I should have mentioned last week, mm. actually, um, is a, a birthday shout out to my pops, my dad. Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, this episode will be released two weeks after his birthday. I know, so it's a little bit late. But um, So, in real time, it's tomorrow. But yeah. when you're listening, it's two weeks ago. Mm. And uh, he turned 65, which is the holy grail for accountants. 65. What's the... Uh Oh, yeah. there Happy birthday, Warren. That's the, uh, that's the pension age. Pension age. For a self-managed super fund. Yeah. So, he, he's quite excited about that. Yeah. It's retirement age mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, we've given him the golden handshake. Yeah, like pushed him out the door, basically. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you on the way out. No. No, you're all right, Dad. You're, you're right. probably listening to this. Yeah, he so. definitely is. So, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Warren. And um, now I've given you a shout out. This is your birthday present as well. <laughs> Sorry, it was two weeks two late. Weeks late. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my my Tim and Dan Lowe is I am back in Australia, um, working hard. I did spend a few days in hospital, but I've come good. Yeah, <laughs> a few days in hospital. <laughs> I've come good. Really good um, hospitals over there in New Zealand. Yeah, oh great. They've got great. that antibiotic that's unreleased anywhere else. <laughs> you get some of that sweet stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's mm. good stuff. Uh, no, yep, I'm back. We have This is all a sham, Tim. This is a sham. <laughs> we recorded this episode weeks ago. Weeks ago. Uh, but, I mean, like, what difference does it make? None. Um, but how about that crazy news this week? Oh. Absolutely insane, everybody. I, we, we, was, we were as stunned as everyone else. What, the, was it that 50% of the population actually, when they're in the toilet, take their shirt off when they're in there? <laughs> That's a made-up statistic. No, seriously. That is a made-up statistic. 30% of people stand to wipe as well. Did you know that? I just made that up too, but... Yeah. Standing to wipe is more reasonable. <laughs> I watched an episode of Seinfeld last yeah. night, and it was the episode where George takes his shirt off to... It takes everything to off to go to the toilet. Yeah. yeah. And then he walked out of the toilet at his girlfriend's forgotten to put his... House <laughs> with it, like her mum was yeah. having a party. <laughs> he didn't have a shirt on. Uh, reminds me of you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Dan? Just, I know your toilet habits. <laughs> it's freeing. It's unabated. It's weird. It's unnatural. It's probably more natural, but it feels unnatural. It's tough in winter. Let's put it it would be tough. I'd be freezing. Tell you what, your time in toilet would reduce significantly True, it in does. winter. Or you just shiver a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, all right, Tim, do you have a business update? I do. I've got a, a funny one, actually. So, um, MyOBS version of ZeroCon, which we should also mention as well in our business update. Because yeah, I don't true. know if we have mentioned that yet. Mm. Um, it's called My, uh, MyOB Partner Connect. It's mm. a very exciting name. Yeah. Um, and they've got a pretty good guest coming. So, um, I'm going to make a joke about this. It's not about the guest because the guest sounds pretty amazing, yep. actually. Mm. So, her name's Amanda Lindhout. Mm. Um, she, she was actually kidnapped by professional ransom hunters in Somalia. What? She survived 460 days as a hostage mm. thanks to her strategy, fortitude, and hope. Wow. So, is that... Is it like a metaphor for the fortitude and hope you need to have by sticking with MYOB? Yes. <laughs> I just, I just thought that was so ironic <laughs> that MYOB 
are getting that person. That I don't funny. know. She's a, like, she definitely, it like, it would be what a great, an amazing person. Ma- amazing person to hear and listen to how she gets through it. They're making but a it movie. Is, They're making a movie about her. It just is unfortunate. That it's MYOB? MYOB. <laughs> like, if it was zero, you'd be like, yeah. Because I don't know. It's just a strange message yeah. to send, isn't it? Fortitude and hope. Yeah, it is. Is that what, like, MYOB-centric accountants require? Yeah, or- um, they'd, ha- they'd have to. They'd have to, Tim. Very strange. Very strange. So, that's my business update. Um, but, yeah, maybe we could also do the business update for the Two Drunk Accountants. Yeah. Bit of news for us. Um, so, we will be at ZeroCon. Yeah. Yeah, doing something. We're not entirely sure of mm. or exactly what it is, but we're going to be there. Um, we're going to record something. Yeah. Um, we don't know who we're going to have on or when it is or where it is. But, but we just we do know there's going to be hot scoop after hot scoop. Exactly. So much goss, mm. and um, and we've never been to ZeroCon, so we can sort of give you some insight into what a real nerdy accounting conference <laughs> sounds like, looks like, we, smells like. We, we might even um, debut our new intro at ZeroCon. <sighs> I'd love to do that, Dan. Live. I think um, good thing we just spent the last week. One week of the two weeks together, mm. um, because we really did hone that in. We came out with while some really we were over there in New Zealand. There. Between that and doing our special skiers handshake. Ah, yes, mm. no, that is a great handshake. If you ever want to know what it is and you yeah. see us in person, we'll we'll happily show you. We'll show you the skiers handshake. Even with our own hands, we yeah. can probably show you it. We're called Skegens, <laughs> skiing legends. <laughs> anyway, yes, we are. We are Skegens. Skegens, you are. A- Good morning, Skegens. <laughs> this is good. How are you today, Skegens? Yes, Skegens. This is good. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's really exciting. And the main thing I guess we wanted to say is we're going to be printing some limited edition t-shirts, mainly because this show has no budget. <laughs> Absolutely no budget. Zero budget. This is zero budget. Zero wow, budget. I, like, I see what you did there. Zero budget. Zero budget. Uh, unfortunately, we do not have a zero budget, but we have a zero budget. Yeah. So, we're in the red already and we're willing to move more into the red yeah. just because it just seems because like a this. good thing to do. So, what we have decided is we're going to start a competition. Yes. It's a competition. And what we, what we were saying is we, we actually wanted to put a cool slogan on the back of our shirt mm-hmm. um, or the front, depending on what the slogan is, I guess. Yeah. Um, could be backhand front. Yeah. But um, something that is going to make a bit of a laugh or an impact. Yeah. Uh, and the person that contributes the slogan, which we most like, will receive a shirt. Will receive a free shirt a two, sent to you. A two drunk accounter shirt. Via regular mail. By regular mail. It's going to take <laughs> two years to get to you. And this podcast won't exist by yeah. the time that happens. <laughs> no, we, it's, we will. So... We've, we've ruled out a few things that you... Obviously, there's a few um, very obvious ones. Yeah. Our, our current slogan yeah. is, you can account on us. You can account on us. There's some other good ones, though. There are some other good ones. Um, what was the other one that we came Mine was, um, um, how do accountants uh, make up if they're fighting? Yeah. They reconcile. Yeah, you could put that on the front. Like, how do accountants make up? And then on the back, we reconcile. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other option uh, was um, uh, there's no accounting for good taste. Ah, that that's a good, good one. one. That's a good um, one. But we won't give away anymore. It can't be any of those three. 
So if you can come up with a name, we have had one entrant already, um, Nike from the office. Ah, uh, Nike from the office. Nike from the office gave us a really good one. Um, his is just on the back. It just says calculator. That's as you're walking away. Oh. I mean, you can't. It's pretty good. It's a high bar set already. So, so how do how do people submit their their slogans? Easy. Um, originally, we had a twelve step process, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to say uh, just send it to us: email, Twitter, Instagram, anything that you want. Send it. We will see it. And oh. That's the 10-minute buzzer. It's been 12. 12 minutes, Time 33. Is Time is flying. Where Time is it going? Flying. I don't know, Tim. So, yeah. Get your slogans in. Get your slogans in. Send them through to us. We'd also appreciate it if, say, you gave us a five-star rating and commented what your slogan's going to be. That would be even better. I got a super quick tight-ass tip before we get into our main topic. Yep. Borrow your friend's member's card at a club. <laughs> <laughs> Have we done this one before? I don't think so. I don't think so. So, but I've definitely done this. If you're not in Australia, you might be like, what's a member's card? What's a club? Yeah. But in Australia, we have these very strict alcohol laws. So, there are venues which are allowed to sell alcohol and they mm. often have TVs where you can watch sport and do gambling and mainly just slap 50 bucks on the pokies. Yeah. That's what they, that's what they, they really- They disguise themselves as various things like yeah. a RSL, like a return services- <laughs> place or a rugby league place or a yeah leagues club leagues or, club yeah or, or a recreation club yeah but they're all exactly the same thing they, they are they are and yeah. so to get in the club if you live within a certain radius you need to take out a membership um to actually enter the club yeah otherwise um you can't enter you need someone else to sign you in yeah or you need to buy a membership yeah so i always just let other people sign me in Dan. yeah even just any old Joe Blows walking past about, hey, do you want to sign, in, sign me in? Thanks, yeah. mate. Um, but the other thing they do, they give you a discount, Dan. Yeah, there's usually like a 10% discount on food and drinks. Do you know why that is, too? They don't pay tax on members' income. Really? Yeah. There's a spot in a tax return. Wow. Yeah, it, because Didn't income from that. members is not taxable. Did not know that. Yeah. So, they give discounts to members because they don't pay tax on it. Yeah. Um, so, use a member's card on your purchase and you will save money. Mm. No, I just use friends. Yeah, I, d- I definitely do that. You're, you know, you're standing in line to get food, a friend swipes a card and he's like, oh, just give, give me a card. Yeah. Oh, they don't care. Boop. They, they do not off. care. The ATO should crack down on that. <laughs> there's always, a, there's always a, a two lines in the menu. Yeah. One has a little members M and, and the other one has a little NM. Yeah. yeah. Members and non-members prices. So, if you're, if you're ever in Australia and you don't know what a member's card is and you see the M and the NM, um, then just go ask someone to borrow the member's card. They'll be more than happy to oblige. Often they collect points. They get points, which they can then use to buy drinks and food. So generally, people are more than happy to give you their member's card. Exactly. Mm. Everyone wins. Everyone wins, Tim. It's a good tip. I like it. Thank you. All right, let's move on to our main topic. This week, we have an interesting topic. It is the bottom-up budget. Yeah, bottoms up. We are in a new financial year. Um, now's the time to start thinking about your next 12 months. Yep. Um, even if you're in an overseas country like our lots of listeners from Texas, um, <laughs> it's still a good time. Now's, you know, sure. the time's always a good time to start making a budget. So You could, you could, um, you could even have a monthly budget. Yeah. You don't have to do a 12-month budget. Exactly. In Australia, it's the beginning of a financial year, so... Uh, Real good time to set your 12-month budget. Mm. So, when I hear bottom-up budget, Tim, I think heads down, bums up. Let's work hard on this budget. But yes, true. What, yeah. is, what is a bottom-up budget? 
uh, as a brief. It's actually a different way of looking at budgeting. So most people, when they look at a budget, they start with sales. They Correct. start with the top line, which yeah. is kind of logical. Yeah. Um, and it's often, I guess it's something which you might feel is fairly predictable or mm. you, 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 you're kind of setting a goal generally. Yeah. You're like, well, this year we're going to hit the 1 million. Yeah. Or you, you know roughly what it's going to be. Yeah. So we actually believe that you should start from the bottom. Yeah. Because that's actually what you need. Yeah. Generally. So you need to know what profit you need to make in your business Mm -hmm. and then work your way up to be able to test if you can achieve that. Correct. What the relevant factors are in your expenses, your margin and your sales. That's right. So, the the examples we'll give here are particularly useful for people who sell things when we're talking about your gross profit margins, but it's basically the same for everybody. Yes. Um, But exactly what Tim said, we start from the bottom because you want to know what you need as a return on your effort. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, both in you know dividends or extra wages or whatever it is, mm. um, you need to start with that figure because you need to start with why you're doing this. Yeah, so a, a good example um, is, let's just use a, a builder. Um, they might think that what would be fair for the amount of work they're putting into their business and the investment they made would be that they draw a wage or income of $100,000 over yep. the next 12 months. Yep. Um, a confusing thing for some people might be, well, I'm in a company, yeah. so technically my target profit is is nothing. Yeah. What I'd do in that scenario is I would just use the 100 grand yeah. as, as the starting point because yeah. that's what you need to pull out of the business. Yeah, the way I think about it is is what profit do I want the business to make and what wage do I want to take? Yes. So And then I add those two together yep. and I put that as my total profit figure. And for, for some people, actually, you could even say, well... Well, judging off last year, you had a certain amount of wages mm. in the in the business anyway, yeah. and you want to double that. Yeah. Okay, well, let's use the double. Let's yeah. keep your wages the same yeah. in the figures that we're going to do in this budget yeah. and use that extra wage that you want to pull as the profit. As the profit. Yeah, plus some percentage of profit that you might want for the business to grow. Yeah, you might, to, you're to saving reinvest. up to pay loans, reinvest, do all that kind of stuff. So, so you figure out exactly what you need. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Um, the next step, Tim is you add back your overhead fixed costs. Yeah, and and I actually really like that this is the next step Mm. because, well, step number one, profit. Mm. You can pretty much work out what you need. Yeah. It's based off your personal assumptions. Yeah. And no one knows that better than you. Yeah. So, figure that out. The next step is is your overheads. Mm Mm-hmm. They're pretty consistent generally. For most people I look at. For most got businesses, a yeah. Really um, regular pattern yeah. of spending. And, in and the these, business. Are, these are things if you don't know what overheads or fixed costs are. It's things like your rent, your insurance, your phone. Some staff members might be a fixed cost. Accounting fees. Accounting fees, you know. Electricity. Uh, electricity. Mm. All these things that don't vary with the amount of sales that you make. Yeah. So they're they are costs that regardless if you make one dollar of sales or a million dollars of sales are roughly going to be the same. Pretty much going to be the same. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like your internet. Exactly. I don't need more internet. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, let's just say that you say, all right, my profit figure that I want to come around at the end of the year is $100,000. Mm-hmm. But your fixed um, costs for the year are $500,000. Yep. So, working your way up, you need at least $600,000 of sales at that point. At that without point. Without calculating margin. Yeah. To be able to cover those things. Yeah. So, as you can see, we're working our way up a budget. Yeah. So, we've got the profit, 
then you add the fixed costs, uh-huh. and then you've come to a figure. Yeah. Now, what does that figure represent, Tim? The margin. Your gross, the gross profit. profit. So that figure is essentially the gross profit you need to make in all your sales. Yeah. Now, what I mentioned before where this is particularly relevant for people who sell things is because you you have a margin that you know. Yeah. So usually, you know, you know on average that you're making 30% gross profit on all the items that you're selling. Which means that for every dollar of sales, you keep 30 cents. Yeah. Before fixed costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just the actual cost of creating or buying and then selling that yep. good mm-hmm. um, is 70 cents and the profit you make on that good is 30 cents. Yeah, it's often referred to as margin, yeah. really. Yeah, because that's yeah. the margin you're making on, say, the materials you're buying as a builder. Yeah, that's right. So this example that I've given here, the, you know, let's say 30% gross profit, that $600,000 that we mentioned earlier, the $100,000 profit you, you want to make plus the $500,000 of overheads is the 30%. Yeah. So that means that if that's 30%, we can work need, out 100%. You need to work out 100%. Algebra. Algebra. <laughs> algebra. I'm an algebra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should really post that um, year six quiz question. Yeah. We, we got off a teacher friend of ours. Yeah. Recently. It's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. It is a good one. Um, yeah. So it's algebra. Yeah. It, Hot it tip. Is, it's algebra. Yeah. Um, so, what you do, you've got 30%, simple mass here, divide it by 30, times it by 100. Mm. So, divide it by whatever your gross profit margin is, and then times it by 100. Um, what that gets you is 100% of the sales. That you need to make to achieve that yeah. gross profit, to cover the fixed expenses, to make the net profit that, that we started with. Yeah. So, you've worked the whole way up. And what you're left with is a sales figure. Then you times that by your gross profit margin. You end up with a gross profit. You minus out your fixed overheads and you're left, as Tim said, with the net profit. So, in our scenario, Dan, we had fixed costs of 500. We had net profit of 100. Mm-hmm. So, our gross profit was required to be 600. And let's say the percentage was 30, like you yeah. said. So, what, what is the required sales in that scenario? $2 million. $2 million. So, then what you can do with this budget is you can be like, What? Two million. We're only hitting. I think we can probably only hit one. Yeah. Well, then you might need to actually go. Well, let's try and push our margin up. Yeah. Or our fixed costs. Why are they so high? Yeah. We need to review that. We need to reduce that. Otherwise, we're not going to hit the profit that we need to hit. We're actually yeah. going to make a huge loss. So, so this it's it's really fascinating for me to tie this in with say the seven ways to grow your business that we've spoken about before, because you could really look at this budget and if that sales figure is not within your expectation then something needs to change either yeah. you need to get more sales yeah or as tim said reduce your gross uh your cogs cogs or and Cost reduce your overheads sell. yeah so and that's to end up with that profit figure that you are after so you can tweak it from that point and then you can set actions all right well to reduce my cogs i need to find a new supplier i mm. need to increase my you know my sales, uh, increase the margin I make on every product. Mm. It's a really good just stress test um, for your next 12 months. Mm. See if you are within um, reach of achieving what you want to achieve. Yeah, based on your business's current figures Mm -hmm. and performance. So, start at the bottom. It's um, something that uh, we've recently 
uh, I suppose, brought in as a focus of our own. Yeah. And it makes so much sense. So much sense. It makes so much sense. It's so approachable and you can use it on your own business. Yeah. And it's really good because you, you use what you want which is an imaginary figure that you've come yeah. up with that you think you or some of it's not imaginary some of it is <clears throat> profit that you might need to cover loan living repayments and things and living whatever. expenses but yeah. um, it's a figure that you've come up with that you want um, and then you're using your business's real figures it's actual overheads it's yeah. actual gross profit percentage to see if you're within that realm at all yeah to see if your sales are going to be achieving what you need to achieve yeah, mm, yeah cool it's, it's a really good and then budget. it actually gives you a really solid budget without mm-hmm. too much work mm-hmm. um that you can track against for the next 12 months and see if you're on target mm-hmm. to reach what you need to reach and you can so first of all you check your sales oh we've hit our sales target great all right that's one of the factors yeah tick is our margin What's at 30 percent right? yeah oh it's dropped to 28 okay so we're not going to make the profit all right, fixed overheads at 500. No, that also dropped to 400. Okay, we're maybe back. we will make the profits. Yeah, we're back. So, that's that's how it's useful for the yep. next 12 months. The bottom-up budget. Cool. I like it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I, couldn't bother, I couldn't be bothered loading that horn. <laughs> uh, Tim, do you have another thing this week? Yeah, other than... Um, I was just going to say, I f- when I was looking up that air horn sound on YouTube, mm. I found a 10-hour air horn... Which is track which you played, and it literally is just <laughs> for ten hours. I feel like the only reason you'd be using that is if you really want to piss your neighbors off or something, or just anyone, yeah, just anyone, or or if you're trying to pretend like there's a footy game on. Maybe for ten hours straight. Yeah, not for that long. I don't know. It's weird. Remember the um, the FIFA World Cup in South Africa yeah. everyone had those horns uh, and you watch the game and it literally just sounded like that um, what are they called the, the Vuvuzela yeah the Vuvuzela and it was just wah, just the entire game it was horrible it was terrible it's like going to a Swans game they give out all those bloody clappers they're crap I hate them <laughs> you just hate the Swans yeah do you reckon Essendon will win today I'm impressed that you know Essendon are playing today. Thank you, Tim. For starters. Is that a guess? No, I did know they played today. I'm very impressed by that. Yeah. I tipped the other team. Oh, you're a terrible Essendon supporter. Just because I... The odds were pretty close from what I saw. I'm worried. Mm. We flogged flogged these guys earlier in the year, Mm. but they sacked their coach. And since then, they've won like six out of seven games. It's funny how that happens... With teams, yeah. like I don't watch, like I'm not that into any any code. Yeah. Um, but I, I have noticed that when a team sacks the coach, mm. there seems to be some type of short term boost. Yeah. And it's just for a few weeks they just go better. I feel like or to the end of that season, but then the next season they struggle to rebuild well, again. Usually, I've got nothing to lose. I think yeah. That's what it is. I think Dan. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. There's it's no uh, pressure to perform nope. because it's like <clears throat> no one's expecting you to go good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, so yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Um, hopefully the bombers get a win. Mm. But uh, for me, other thing, um, yeah, Chernobyl. Did I talk about Chernobyl yet? Chernobyl. Yeah, the TV you call series. It Chernobyl. I call it Chernobyl. Uh, you With say things weird though. I think I'm right in this one. <laughs> I said Chernobyl. Yeah, and I said Chernobyl. <laughs> With a ch. Chernobyl. You might be right. Chernobyl. Because yeah, that sounds Chernobyl. more Russian. Chernobyl. 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 Yeah. Wow. They're, they're kind of you like found a- something that I say weird. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I did it. 
I did it. Thank God. You're going to get you some milk later? Yeah, no. So that's, for, for the listeners, I milk? say both of those words weird. That's why I said it. Milk boy. Milk. I did actually have some milk today mm. in my coffee. Did you? Let's use that as my other thing. Full cream. Screwed Chernobyl. Yeah. Because I don't want to say it. Which, by the way, the, have you seen the whole series yet? You watch the whole yeah, thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember you'd watch the first episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's good. The, the last episode's really good. It kind of, where he sits there explaining it with like yeah. really simple terms. There's I like two that. things that the it does. Yeah. It either increases or it decreases. It's crazy how simple it is. <laughs> and it just kind of goes back and yeah. forth. Yeah. That's I, cool. There's a, there was an accompanying podcast mm. every episode ah. and the creator of the show would talk about the episode with somebody um, and talk about what was real and what was not real. It turns out that that scene was not real. Uh, so, they did hold that trial, uh-huh. but he wasn't there uh, and he didn't do that. Uh, but somebody else did something uh-huh. to explain it. And But it was like the whole reason I did it was because we'd spent this whole series yeah. coming to that point. Yeah. And it was just a nice place to have someone explain exactly. Definitely. Step for step. Nice. How it happened. So, he came up with that. That's cool. Mm. That's really cool. Mm. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah. Most of it, like 99% of it is fact. Really? Mm. Including everyone's skin falling off? Yeah, that is... He said that was like almost accurate to to exactly what they looked like. Nasty. It's disgusting. Nasty. How gross is it? They said there was a few of them that were worse and they decided not to show it. Who who knew radiation could do that? Like Ugh. this invisible thing, which um, the head scientific guy, what's his name again? Luger Lager. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Um, well, anyway, he described it as like bullets. Yeah, little little uh, tiny bullets. Which are shooting holes through your DNA. Yeah. And um, for extreme exposure, you'll see effects within the week. Yeah. And for minor exposure over a long period of time, well, it'll basically mean you're going to die in five years. It was pretty crazy that he, apparently, you know how like they initially got sick and got burns and then they were sitting in the hospital bed oh, all happy. Oh, they playing cards, yeah. Yeah, and they, then they went downhill real yeah. quick again. That's true. Yeah. So, apparently, you get those immediate effects where it's like you're in a lot of pain and you're sick and then you get better. Wow. And it's because on the outside, the things are fine, but it's on the inside that it's starting to go wrong. Wow. And it's like a day or, or two your, again later. Your organs start shutting everything down. Everything just starts melting. Oh. So bad. Messed up. I just can't believe how close um, Chernobyl <laughs> came mm. to being a world disaster. Yeah. I mean, it probably is a world disaster anyway. Yeah. Um, but it could have been so much worse mm. if they hadn't um, ingeniously figured out ways to... To fix it. Yeah. I mean, they sacrificed a lot of lives. I think that was the, the main thing I took from... From the show, apart from obviously that the Soviet Union was just insane, yeah, um, was just the sacrifice of the people, yeah, that they were just willing to put themselves on the line yeah. to do what needed to be done. Even all the soldiers, yeah, that were there. The guys who ran up at ninety seconds at a time to throw oh. the uranium off the off the roof. The most... The gra- graphite like, or whatever it was. That I, I liked it where they were like, it's the most dangerous place on earth yeah. at the moment. And so, they, they were just wearing little tin shields <laughs> and 90 seconds down with a shovel would run up. And apparently, they got their lifetime dose of radiation then. And then they left. Really? They weren't allowed to go back. 
Wow. So it was like you went up there for 60 seconds and then they sent you home. Wow. Yeah. You do it once. Once. Wow. Lifetime dose of radiation. Wow. Insane, right? You should listen to this podcast. It was really interesting. That was um, the other thing. Um, the, the three guys who pulled on the suits and went into that they radiation lived. water. Most of them, the two of them lived. Yeah. The, the, they all lived, but one of them died of cancer yeah. a while later. But That's crazy. Crazy, right? And they were like, essentially, this is a, you're going to die if you do this. Mm. It's sad though that a lot of children got cancer yeah. out of it because they're more susceptible to <clears throat> radiation. Yeah. Um, all that story about the lady, the true story about the lady who was pregnant, mm. um, who lost her baby because of it. Because the baby, if you're pregnant, yeah. your baby actually absorbs, absorbs all the it. radiation, which yeah. is something else I didn't know. She lost it. She lost the baby, which is horrible. She was told she'll never be able to give birth, but she, she ended did. Up having kids. Yeah. She had a son. Yeah. How cool is that? Um, the other crazy thing is like the statistic of, they said, oh, you know, 40 people died from this as mm, a direct cause. Yeah, 31. Yeah, or whatever it was. But then the real number is almost impossible to estimate. Yeah. And they think it's somewhere between 4,000 and 90,000. God. Died crazy. as a direct, like because of radiation or whatever. And they spent a lot of resources containing it. Imagine if they didn't contain it. This this weird thing happened in Australia. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw this, and I'll be quick because we're going to end the episode. But yep. um, this weird thing happened in Australia when this show came out is that all these conservatives came out of the woods who were talking about nuclear power in Australia mm. as the solution um, instead of having... Um, coal. coal uh, yeah, instead of coal or instead of having... Um, the sun or wind oh, solar solar yeah. or the wind <clears throat> they want nuclear and so they all came out rubbishing the show and yeah. saying it was completely rabbit you know only 31 people died it wasn't that bad yeah. and like started really that's weird into I, it. I heard about one of those guys he was yeah. saying um that that radiation sickness is fully fake basically yeah. and i was like oh, that's strange why would the show do that yeah anyway. it's not it's it's it was it's real right. yeah so they're just advocating for i mean that is a shame. I mean, nuclear is so clean and yeah, it has a, so much potential. It's just the two things to worry about is one, where do you put the waste yeah, that comes off it? That's a big issue. And two, making sure it's safe enough that it doesn't melt down. Yeah. <laughs> the, in, the thing I found fascinating on the show was uh, it melting down is literally melting down. Wow. You know how I can say, oh, there's a nuclear True. meltdown? It was literally melting yeah. through the... True. Through the earth. Yeah. Then, yeah. I didn't know that. And the big the big issue that they were worried about with Chernobyl, mm. it was um, they, yeah, they were worried about it melting down into the groundwater. In the groundwater, which and would just mess up. It would just basically all of Europe. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Good one. Um, that is a good one. So, quickly, my other thing was this is a podcast called Throughline. And they do mm. these episodes <clears throat> about, um, I may have spoken about it before, but they do these episodes where they kind of grab something from history mm-hmm. and show how that's through line through issues that are today. Uh, so it might be like um, the fighting between the two different, or like the, the two main Muslim mm, area, like the yeah. Sunnis and the, the other one. Shiites. Shiites. <clears throat> anyway, this particular episode though was um, an episode about how the CIA um, overthrew the Iranian government in the 50s. Wow. And it was all a secret operation and no one knew about it until they had to release the information like some time ago recently. Wow. And it was, they spent like three days just 
doing all these things and it was like buying off the newspapers so they'd start doing anti-government stuff um getting the king who was like he was like separate to the gov- uh, government yeah, yeah. on their side yeah. and then start um so all these newspapers are putting out articles about you know the prime minister's shit and he's oh, wow. all this stuff he does all this non-religious stuff and wow. blah, blah 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 and then they send an army to his house to like get him but then that that coup failed oh and then they did it again and they finally got him done and it was like oh it's this crazy like the way that they were wow. interfering in another government's wow. and it was all because of the oil that because the british used to control the oil in iran oh. and then it um Iran wanted to nationalize it and said, no, that's going to be ours now because they made this terrible deal with the British years ago that was like, they get nothing for it essentially. Wow. And then, so the British didn't want that and somehow enlisted the US to help them to stop it. Wow. And yeah, it was crazy. Wow. It's crazy that shit happens. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And like you think, oh, they're they're the good guys, but pretty much like what's, what's, who's good, who's bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's perspective. (laughs) Oh, crazy. Anyway, it was a really interesting podcast. Wow. You should listen to it. That's fascinating. Yeah, mm. that sounds really good. All right. Thank you, everybody. This week, uh, as always, you can find us on Instagram mm-hmm. at Two Drunk Accountants. You can find us on Facebook, Two Drunk Accountants. You can find us on Twitter at Two Drunk Podcast. Um, you can find us on Gmail, Two Drunk Podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen, but particularly on Apple. And if you've got any questions at all, or if you've got a good slogan to put on our shirt, slogans, send them in. Hit us with them. Send them in. Yes, please. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll calculate it.